Hey, what's up you guys and welcome to LGBT, the podcast where we talk about homos, heteros, and everything in between. On this week's episode, we discuss Tay Tay on Jerry Springer, the making of fake grinder accounts, and taking a stroll down the mean streets of Chinatown. Break out your mugs, girls. It's time to spill some LGBT. Hey, you guys, and welcome to this week's episode of LGBT, and I'm back here with Sadie. Um, hey. hey. She's going to be our brand new permanent co-host because, uh, like I said last episode, Amira can't be here anymore, and that actually does make me very sad, but, you know, life goes on, right? Shout so what's been to up? Amira. Yeah, shout out to Amira. We love you, Amira. You always have a place in our hearts. Uh, so what's been up, Sadie? Nothing. the last time you were on. Last time it was the summer. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we're still technically sophomores. Now we're juniors and I want to die. So. <laughs> yeah. We, are you, you're full IB, right? Or are you certificate? I'm certificate because I don't take a language. Because I took Latin in middle school because uh-huh. I'm an idiot. Oh, wow. But... Um, well, for those of you who don't know, um, we do the IB program, and that's just fancy talk for we do a lot of shit uh, for credits that we don't necessarily need, but we want to make ourselves look like we're that bitch. Um, and yeah, that's like, you know, it's, it's a lot of work, and we all are going to have, probably going to have uh, emotional breakdowns by the end of uh, our senior year, but we've already had emotional breakdowns. <laughs> yes. Some worse than others. Some worse than others. Um, so did you get a chance to watch the VMAs? I did. It's pretty exciting. What are your thoughts? Uh, well, Alicia, que- Alicia Keys is my queen. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved her no makeup look. Right. Uh, I, because I don't wear makeup, not because I dislike makeup, I'm just very bad at it. <laughs> and I like to sleep in until 8 o'clock, which right. it's school 820. I don't have time to fuck with makeup. But I feel like a lot of people oh judge girls who don't wear makeup, and especially like you were on Twitter, like people were like, she needs to wear uh, foundation. I think it's called. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> I called. Know. Yeah. Concealer. Ca- oh, concealer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people were like uh, dragging her and saying she was lazy and stuff. And I'm like, you can be confident with makeup. You can be confident without makeup. It's everyone's personal decision. Yeah. Um, and. First of all, I would kill to sleep until eight o'clock in the morning. I, I not because like I do my makeup. I'm not. I don't. I don't wear makeup. Uh, maybe like highlighter here and there. Maybe like I'll draw on a fake mole. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Um, but uh, just because I live so far away from my school, I have to get up really early. But um, going back to the VMAs, I loved Alicia Keys' no makeup look. She had, she was like, I'm not afraid of no close up and I don't have any makeup on. And I was like, I was living it for it. But at the same time, like, um, we have to be careful not to, like, um, overpraise that true, her true. actions too much like because um definitely it's it's you know it's a great thing that she decided that to do what she wanted to do regardless of what people were gonna think that's awesome but we don't want to like to tell um to say like you know that she was like the bravest person in the world for yeah. going on to going in front of the camera and uh with no makeup on because like that says to to women that um that going without makeup is like taboo Mm-hmm. Like, it's not something that everyone should do, or, like, you might look ugly, and, like, if you're not, like, confident in looking ugly, then you shouldn't do it. Like, yeah. no, it's not like that. Like, people should just be able to wear makeup if they like makeup and not if they don't, and it just should be, like, you know, cool. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I've, like, I read this really good article talking about how, uh, like, people comparing Kim Kardashian and Alicia Keys and how it was from a website that was actually criticizing Kim Kardashian for wearing too much makeup and saying Alicia Keys was brave for wearing none. And I think both women are brave for Mm -hmm. doing what they want to do. Like, Kim Kardashian, you look good with your makeup. I don't know what you're wearing, because I know nothing about makeup, obviously. But, (laughs) I mean, she looks hella good. Yeah, I love Kim. And so does Alicia Keys, and they both look good with makeup or without makeup. Like... It's not a statement either way. Exactly. I completely agree. And, like, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Actually, I did forget. What was I going to say? 
Um, I completely blanked. It had something to do with the Kardashians. I forgot. Let's move on. Cool. <laughs> It'll probably come back to me. Um, so, what did you think about Beyonce's performance? We have to talk about it. Uh, I'm currently dead right now. She killed me, and I'm not, like, fully woken up or come back to life yet, so... I mean, I knew Beyonce was gonna wow us, because when Lemonade first dropped, I was completely, like, I couldn't do, I couldn't function. Um, and, like, I'm not even particularly a Beyonce stan, like, she's, I, she's phenomenal she's a phenomenal performer um but like i'm not like gonna like go crazy for her i think she has very very good music and she's very talented but i'm not the type of person that would like pay thousands of dollars to go to her concert yeah um but um when she performed uh during the vmas last sunday i was blown away um especially like i had two moments where i was just like dead on the floor the first time was when she was performing hold up mm-hmm. and she got to the uh to like the fast part where she was like i always keep the top to five score Next to level. Make <laughs> yeah. Make the make the level. Make the, uh, yeah so she was like uh she's performing that part and like, it got fast and then right after she was done like with that part it like just cut into countdown which is mm-hmm. another one of her songs with the same beat and everybody got hyped i was hype alone in my living room at 11 <laughs> o'clock at night to that song i Me was like on, on a sunday i was like what this is so good and then the second part was when she was singing don't hurt you though which is my favorite song off of lemonade um and she got to the part where uh it's just like i am a dragon breathing fire Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Main, that is my like not trying singing, <laughs> um, and like she just crouched down into like a square of fire. And yeah, I was like, oh, I wish I could do that, <sighs> but my time will come. Um, so yeah, especially when she brought, I don't know, her squad of women. Like she had um, all those black women with her. Mm-hmm. I only know blue ivy who like not that i want beyonce and jay-z to die i want them to live long successful lives but like if they did like dibs on blue ivy she's the cutest little baby ever in my personal <laughs> dibs on blue ivy um like okay well there is a conspiracy that blue ivy is not really their daughter <laughs> That Beyonce was never pregnant. She looks just like them. How could... I don't know where this came from, but, like, there's a conspiracy theory that Beyonce was never pregnant. Because there was this one clip where she was performing, where she was giving an interview, I think. Mm -hmm. Which is weird, because I don't think I've ever seen a Beyonce interview, but whatever. This is how the story goes. She was giving an interview, and she sat down when she came in. And as she sat down, her pregnant stomach deflated. (laughs) It's and just like, got like just a different like, angle. Like, like what? I don't know. I mean, like I, I like Blue Ivy. Blue Ivy's awesome. Uh, and I think that like the only the one other girl that I knew in her squad of of, of black women was Quinn uh, Janae Wallace. Yes. Um, she's cute. But like, and also there's a there's a last part of her performance uh, when she like created the the the, the Venus symbol mm-hmm. on stage with all her like the the dancers' bodies making up the symbol and her yeah, in the yeah, middle. Yeah. I was shook. I was like, this is amazing. Like, you can say a lot of things about Beyonce, but you can't say she's not talented and she is not about how she presents herself on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Like I, I, like, I wish I could create at that level, but I'm broke as hell. <laughs> True. Speaking of being broke. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> um... I've actually seriously considered getting a sugar daddy when I'm in college. Yes, bitch. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, like, I am I am from an upper middle class family. Not even upper. I'm just, like, straight middle class. Like, working class. I don't have a lot of money. I don't I do not have a lot of money. I'm, like, I live a pretty privileged life. I'm mm-hmm. grateful for everything my parents have given me. Um, but at the same time, college is fucking expensive. True. Like, and I have, I want to go to, to NYU. Like, that's my top choice. 
And, you know, I'm definitely, I'm not lazy. Like, I'm going to get a job. I have a job now, but if I do end up deciding to go to NYU, um, uh, I'll, I'll find a way to make it work. I'll yeah. do a student, I mean, a working student deal. I'll sign, uh, sign up for loans. But You'll if worse dick. comes to worse, I will get a sugar daddy. Yeah. I mean. Have you looked into it? Uh, there's a website called seeking arrangements <laughs> dot org i believe dot org yeah official official so the organization yeah so like i've actually <laughs> i've been on seeking arrangement before i haven't made an account but i visited the website because i was curious yeah um and i was actually very surprised that they have an option for being a, sh- a male sugar baby looking for a male sugar daddy i was like look at you being very progressive com- yeah. being politically correct as we were talking about last episode with kerrigan mm-hmm. that's awesome we have to look into this we have to make it count we should we should make this a, a segment of every episode <laughs> yeah. our seeking arrangements account yeah. we'll look into it you guys maybe you guys can find us we'll find some of our listeners on there um, send us money too. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean no, we Not can't solicit. Really. We can't solicit from this podcast without Fair. a good cause. So no, do not send us money on seeking arrangement. That is not a good idea. We don't want to be arrested. Fair. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's basically what's going on in our world. So, uh, for this episode, we had a phenomenal woman on the show. Yes. Right. Her name is Tia. She's a poet. Amazing poet. She's an amazing poet. She's a strong black woman, and she's not afraid to talk about sex, which is, like, we got into it this episode. Like, if you guys have been waiting for us to kind of, like, fulfill our explicit rating on iTunes, (laughs) this is the episode. So, uh, yeah. What do you think about her, Sadie? Uh, Tia. I've known her since, I guess, last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Her poems make me kind of die on the inside i get sure shook but yeah she's a good friend she's, she's a cool person she's not afraid to be dirty and i'm down so yeah without further ado please welcome tia, tia. low boy yeah low boy hold up Little boys on it, show me my opponent They like how I'm flowing on beat at the moment They ask where I'm going, I said I'm free roaming I am not joking, I'm up in Wyoming Got a bad bitch and she live in Wyoming Her nickname Naomi, I pass her the broski Wait a minute, that's your girl The one who wore all the nice pearls and had the tight curls Yeah, yeah, I'ma kill it, flip them like a skillet Nigga, I'm the realest, I am on your hit list My girl on your wish list, I'ma go and get it Stack it to the ceiling, bitch, you steady tripping Wait, I'm counting K, yeah Whoa, you can't relate, yeah Eating y'all rappers like steak, yeah I'm cracking his dumb if he fake I'm low boy, don't you text me or call me I'm gone boy, I ain't even gonna answer the phone boy Leave me alone boy, stay out my way Please don't get in my zone boy I'ma show you the meaning of insane I'll drop 30 without even playing I'm the best ever who played the game I'm the best ever who played the game Low boy, low boy Hey, t- hey I'm riding hello you, low boy. How are you? I am alright, how are you? I'm good, hurry up. <laughs> we already said that. I mean, I do that so much. Like, last week I was at, like, I think it was, like, Publix or something, and I um, was buying, like, some EOS, EOS, like, mm-hmm. the, the mint lip balm. Yeah. I know, like, it's, like, yeah. It's, like, I love it so much, but whenever I pull it out, I'm, like, so self-conscious. Like, it's my gay showing. Gay <laughs> <laughs> um, signs. Yeah, yeah. yep. Uh, so yeah, and I was like, I was buying my EOS and, um, yeah, I was buying my EOS and I, uh, the, the cashier was like, hey, how are you? Welcome to Publix. And I was like, uh, I'm good. How are you? And they're like, uh, and they, I don't even know where I'm going with this, honestly. Let's talk about you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so how old are you? What grade are you in? I am 16. I'm in the 11th grade. Okay. And what do you do for fun? I write songs and poems mm, you have yeah. a, a chartreuse santus on our hands <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. um so would you say that you uh you you're the themes that you cover in your poetry a lot are um it's mostly about sexuality mm-hmm. um 
Black Lives Matter is really important to me. So racial, like, hmm, like racial topics. Yeah. Um, most recently, um, the shooting of Alton Sterling. Mm. But um, for me, it's like whatever touches me, I can write about. So it could like from my hair to like a girl I saw in the hallway. There's never really something that I can't write about. That's so valuable, mm-hmm. especially as a writer. Like, I, I, I write a lot, um, too, um, but I haven't found, like, a sort of niche where I feel like I can write every day about anything. And I, mm-hmm. like, that's so valuable. I, that's yeah. awesome. Um, so how do you identify? I identify as a homoromantic pansexual. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, so for people who aren't uh, versed in gay speak, what does that mean? <laughs> well, homoromantic, <laughs> I, my emotions, my love is for girls. Mm-hmm. And then pansexual, I am sexually attracted to all gender identities, forms. So boys, girls, transvestites, transgenders. If I like you, I like you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Will I fall in love with you? Probably not, but if I, I'll have sex with you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with like seeing someone attractive and be like, "Hey, <laughs> let me let me see your your stuff." <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you mine. You show me yours. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> play play in there. Um, so, how did you? What was your journey to like kind of realizing that about yourself? Wow, my journey compared to others that I've heard is like really painless. I don't know. Um, I realized I liked girls when I was 12, 13. Oh, wow, that's young. Yeah, and um, I never really came out because I feel like I was never in the closet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I hear stories about people coming out of the closet or people that are still in the closet, it's kind of like, wow, I never had to like be in that space. Yeah. So I never really understood it. So I just came home one day. I was like, Mom, I have a girlfriend. She was like, you have a what? A girlfriend. Like, we're together. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so cute. And she was like, oh, I want you to focus on school. But okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My mom, she's not homophobic, but she's not completely supportive of how I am. Simply because she feels like it will um, put me at a disadvantage in life. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's like, I, I wouldn't say it's completely fair, but I mean, it makes sense because mm-hmm. of her role as your mother and she wants you to be successful. Um, and I mean, the way she thinks uh, about, I mean, she's right. Mm-hmm. Um, being uh, queer is a big disadvantage in the society we live in, even being, yeah. being a young queer person, especially. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's awesome that you were just able to come home and be like, "I have a girlfriend," and she was like, "Okay." Because <laughs> yeah. not many parents you you see, especially in, here in Georgia, they wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, my girlfriend's mother she just came out to her mother as being bisexual, mm-hmm. and her mom was heartbroken. Mm-hmm. She's like, "I don't have a problem with gay people, but you being gay, I don't like that." <laughs> and it's kind of like. I mean, Why? like, so that means you do have a problem yeah. with gay yeah. people. Yeah. Um, how how did your girlfriend react to that? She was really upset. Very so upset. Hard. And she came to me because she felt like I would be able to identify, but at the same time, it's kind of like I've never had that issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like for me, was that my mom didn't choose for me to be this way? No one can really choose for you to be who you are. So when she said that she wasn't supposed to be bisexual, it was kind of like, your mom doesn't dictate how or who you will be. And it's hard for her because she, she's never been, I'm her first girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she's never been with a girl. She's always had feelings for boys, although she's always kind of known that there was something about her that was attracted to girls. So it's difficult kind of secretive mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like i'm in the closet you're coming with me i'm like okay <laughs> my first time <laughs> in here <laughs> right uh yeah it's like it's gotta be really tough um how did you like when you first met her did you think she was straight 
Oh no. Okay. No. Oh, so, okay. What? What's this she for? was best friends with my ex. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I win the petty game. I win. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you fucked your friend. <laughs> yes, I could just tell by looking at her. Oh, I was no. like, she, she's not, she's not. Nope, she's not straight. She said she was straight for the longest. She was like, I'm straight. I'm straight. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not. You just not saying that you can't be i'm just saying you're not i mean like what about her told you that like not to say that there's any definitive thing that makes someone yeah, gay but i mean but like, like just the way she would talk about girls because you know most straight girls oh she's pretty yeah but most straight girls like she's pretty but i don't want her to be prettier than me <laughs> for her it was like she's pretty i'd fuck her <laughs> like, things like that i'm like exactly me too yeah. <laughs> She's just beautiful, and yeah. So tell us the story about your your great romance. How did that happen? <laughs> it was her journey to figuring out a part of her that she didn't um, know about. Well, hmm. <laughs> um, one day I came in as the lesbian fairy, and I was like, "You are gay, and we are together." Wow. And <laughs> no, no, but like, what happened was. Well, I can't really put it into words, actually. We'd known each other for a very long time, like since second semester, freshman year, when I met her. And uh, she was in a relationship with a boy at that time, but it wasn't going well. They broke up this past May. And like June the 1st, we just started talking. And then it just kind of evolved into what it is now and yeah yeah i don't really i don't remember asking her out actually really <laughs> but we're together oh my <laughs> i just gosh. don't remember it was just kind of a known thing so you just kind of like gracefully moved into the relationship yeah. stage from a friendship yeah i and mean that, wait what, what that's you the say? good part you know to be friends first uh -huh. Definitely. the hard part is staying friends while you're in the relationship I don't know. I've always, like, hoped and prayed that something like that would happen to me. <laughs> but it hasn't so far. Like, every guy that I'm, like, friends with, like, when I first see them and I think they're attractive, I'm just like, please be gay, please be gay, please be gay, please be gay. <laughs> and, of course, they're not. But, I mean, I'm still like, okay, well, I guess I can be straight. I'm friends with a straight guy. It's nothing wrong with that. I don't know. <laughs> My first girlfriend was, like, we were best friends. And it was sort of awkward. Yeah. I mean, not awkward, but... We literally started dating because, like, I think I'm a lesbian. She said, me too. And I'm like, oh, my God, we should date. Like, <laughs> and, and it ended kind of badly. And I'm I, not, don't worry, yeah. I'm only totally bitter about it. But, like, honestly, so you're a 100%. Like, you're I mean, a little bitter. You're not totally bitter. You're a little bitter. Yeah, a little. Yeah. I so, mean, like, if you saw her, like, walking down the street, what would you do? Um, <laughs> I mean, I'd probably play it cool and be like, I mean, you know, I'm totally over you. Like, no big deal. Like don't matter it doesn't like you know you broke my heart or anything don't worry about it <laughs> but like in the inside i'd probably be like wanting to like throttle her yeah you know yeah Molly ass. yeah <laughs> same just thing like you know throw the middle finger up when she turns her way <laughs> i mean she was all like i don't think i'm a lesbian anymore and then i was like okay <gasps> and then okay. three weeks later she's anymore. like dating the captain of the volleyball team and i was like okay she's cute and uh, but i was cuter mm -hmm. Oh, man. Oh, my God. See. On the first episode, we talked about Whitfield. Are you familiar with Whitfield? I am familiar with Whitfield. I was uh, supposed to go to Whitfield, Ooh. actually, in, like, sixth grade. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Are you having, like, flashbacks right now? Wow. <laughs> what are your thoughts? I don't know. I mean, like, I didn't know much about it. I just remember taking a test, and my mom's like, you're going to go to Whitfield. And it never happened. But, I think, like, like, it's I, just... Congratulations. Congratulations? You got out of hell. It's that bad? It's that bad. It's, yeah. We, we, it's, we spent, like, half an episode talking about how bad a Whitfield is. Oh. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, I don't know about it a lot. I have, I've never was disrespected to go to mm -hmm. Whitfield, but apparently it's, like, a private school in Mableton that's kindergarten through 12th grade, mm -hmm. and all the sheltered white kids go there. Yep. And, like, really, 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 really prestigious black kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, they're the black kids that play, like, water polo. <laughs> and, like, they they have disowned Tiger Woods. Like, those black kids. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just, like, like 
we were talking about that how how black people at Whitfield, unless they're forced to go to Whitfield mm-hmm. by their parents, um, like uh, the white people at Whitfield won't consider black people black mm-hmm. because they go to Whitfield. Yeah, <laughs> it's so yeah. weird. It's like the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to visit Whitfield at least once <laughs> in my lifetime. I have to see this kind of like. It's ridiculous. There's a phonery this Friday. Like, really? let's, let's go. go. <laughs> I'll go dress like I am right now. You should. <laughs> I'll tell you the guys you should Lord. flirt with just to make them uncomfortable. Ooh. Really? Are they DL? I mean, I'm pretty sure some of them are because they'll be like, being gay is wrong. And then they'll also be like, let's try to stick a pencil up his ass. And like, that'll be super funny. And I'm like, um, um okay that's super homo yeah but like, okay it's, it's very gay let's yeah. pretend to hump each other in an empty classroom like mm, pretend oh. pretend <laughs> oh my god okay <laughs> story um so a few weeks ago a friend and i went to roswell uh to go to a really for life event mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and so we met a whole bunch of people from the local high school in roswell um, and they were all very, very nice. Um, none of them were like, were trying to, uh, were being rude or anything like that. And they were all very accepting of us, even though they just met us. So it was uh, awesome that they said that. Um, but one of the boys there, <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone kept asking me, like, oh my God, have you met Screwdriver Boy? Have you met Screwdriver Boy? Screwdriver <laughs> Boy? <laughs> <laughs> oh my I want that to be my nickname. Like, damn. Um, so yeah. So I was like, I was like, who is this Screwdriver Boy? What is going on? Why is he called Screwdriver Boy? So many questions. Um, and so I finally meet this wonderful boy. And um, he's, a, he's a straight guy. Mm-hmm. And he just, like, apparently... He um, was fond of trying to insert things in his anus. Can he do screwdriver? Okay. <laughs> I guess to try. I don't know why he did it because he just bored. Bored people do bored do weird things when they're bored. Yeah. And he he tried a screwdriver, and people found out about it. So mm. oh, that poor baby. <laughs> I mean, he was very nice. Mm-hmm. He was very respectful, and I mean, you know what? Get it how you live, man. Yeah. <laughs> do what you got to do. <laughs> Stick a screwdriver into your anus if you must. <laughs> like, make sure you're safe. Make sure it's clean. Yeah. Not trying to make get sure tetanus. you're not about to like, you know, perforate make your bowels sure. or anything. But make sure it's the handle end, not the. <laughs> yeah. Damn, like now I'm thinking about that. How do you not end up with the emergency room? Like, oh my god. That sounds painful. <laughs> um, so getting back to, to you, Tia. Um, yes. Even though you never really had to come out to your mom, mm-hmm. do you have, have you had any other experiences like with family where they, oh, they weren't man. like uh, fully aware of what you have become or what you okay. have grown comfortable with? Quick story time. What's up? Okay. My um, grandmother is a pastor. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. She's not a really she's not really a religious pastor. That's the thing. But okay. her people at her church are very, very, very religious. So she has like a cookout, and um, there's an old lady, and she's like, "Look at you! You are so pretty. I bet the boys are all over you." Mm. And I was like, "Well, I'm actually a full grown faggot." So, <laughs> <laughs> and she said, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and everybody, everybody stops. She was like, "We love." <laughs> And like I'm pretty sure they had a prayer meeting about me. <laughs> and like my and my mom, she was like, ha ha ha, that's funny. Praise the Lord. Ha, hallelujah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm serious. I'm I'm serious. And she just looked at me for like the longest. She just stared at me the whole time. Your mom or your grandma? The um the lady that asked me. Oh. And the thing was, she was she looked really upset because that same that same like week her son was on Jerry Spring, Springer and he oh, was like, "I'm here to tell you that I'm gay and that's who I am." <laughs> Hold on. Oh, okay. Hold on. Please tell us his Jerry Springer story. Okay, so there was this boy. His name was Tay Tay. Uh-huh. He likes to be called Tavion now. He went on Jerry Springer and he was like, "I'm just here to say I'm gay and that's who I am." That's why he wanted Jerry <laughs> yeah. Springer. Who did he take on Jerry Springer? He he took um I think it was his girlfriend at the time. Yeah. And he was, "I'm just here to tell you that I'm gay and that's who I am." And I'm like, "Honey, you couldn't see that." So he broke up with his girlfriend yes. live on. Yes. Uh, this that is why is... I love Jerry Springer. <laughs> I like right. as a 
a, a, a professed messy bitch who lives for trauma. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> I like I love Jerry Springer. It's see, I like Maury more. Maury really? is hilarious. Like I just like reading the captions at the bottom. <laughs> it's like Alicia found an unexplained tooth in her apartment. <laughs> There's a bobby pin in his bed. Like, why does this matter? I mean, like it's all very, very ratchet. Yes. But- like my favorite part of those shows is when they do the DNA test with the kids, yes. and like, and then they say like, "You are not the father." She and run they, out, <laughs> they get up, and they run, <laughs> and they run like down all through back outside the back parking lot, and like, meanwhile, the like the the guy who isn't really the father is, is like doing a, a uh, full split on, exactly on like, he's like an extra in high school musical just out there yeah. <laughs> like, it's like it's extra in high school quality musical. entertainment it quality is entertainment. and then like maury <laughs> he wears the same black sweater every episode and he's just okay bonquisha tell me why you are two billion percent sure that Chase is the father of your child. Well, they have the same eyebrows, Maury. <laughs> their hairline is crooked, Maury. <laughs> same. Same blockhead. And then he has, like, some weird explanation. Uh, he has a loose neck. Everybody in my family got strong necks. Therefore, I'm not the father. Oh, my God. Okay. I think the most obscure things <laughs> to point out. Um, so, yeah, that was a, a very off topic. <laughs> um, so... Um, is your girlfriend also black? Yes. Awesome. Yes. The power couple, black power couple. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess. I guess. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> um, yeah. so how do you think that you being a black queer woman has affected your outlook on the world? Oh, man. Okay. Being black itself has just altered everything for me. Because I I get opportunities just not the same as my white peer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Being queer, it would probably be different if I didn't classify myself as a stud. Mm-hmm. Because if I was a film and I was a queer female, you wouldn't be able to tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I wear men's clothing. I have a very feminine face, but very masculine tendencies. So I understand or like I accept when guys look at me or like cat call me. And it's really, it's really weird actually. Like I think it was today, there's a boy in the cafeteria and he just saw me and he was like, hmm, you a dyke. I'm like, that's a slur, sir. I'm a stud. And he's like, whatever, you just haven't had the right dick yet. And I'm like, if I was looking for the right dick, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be yours, baby. Oh, like, damn. Baby, the clap backs. I can't stand when boys talk to me. And then, like, when I tell them I have a girlfriend, oh, I didn't know you was that way. I look like you, sir. I'm sorry. I look just like you, sir. <laughs> like, you're staring in the mirror right now. Exactly. Um, like, so yeah. Do you, like... Uh, get that a lot. Yes. About, like, you get like straight guys asking, like trying to talk, tell you that you like you haven't yeah, had the right dick. Yeah, I get that all like the time. That. It's either that or like they're asking me questions. Cause I was in um, class today actually, and there was this boy. He just had a bunch of innocent questions. He was like, "So when you get turned on, what happens?" I'm like, "Are you dumb?" <laughs> <laughs> and he's. It's kind of like he thinks that stud is like a cross between male and female. So he's right. like, "So like, do you get angry?" <laughs> Do I get angry? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't get angry. I'm like, my, like, I think since I'm a female, my vagina becomes moist. Oh, I thought you were a dyke. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, oh, my God. This is why no. we have this podcast. We need to, to educate them. <laughs> we just need, like, good sex education. Like, damn. Like, do you get angry? Yeah, definitely. Actually, like, I, what I've noticed a lot, especially among people who, like, aren't well-versed in LGBTQ issues, that a lot of people don't understand that sexuality and gender identity are two completely mm-hmm. different things. Exactly. So, like, that's probably why he confused being dyke with being, being a dyke or with being mm-hmm. trans. Yeah. I, or... Um, that's getting back to the terminology. Do you, um, are you 
uh, one of those people who completely avoids using a word like dyke in or because you don't like it, or do you are you willing to take it back? I mean, it depends on how you say it. Uh huh. I say dyke. I say stud. Most people, dyke has a negative connotation because when you think dyke, you think not aware that they are a female. Studs mm-hmm. are aware. It depends on how you use it. Like I've been called a dyke bitch. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. If you're coming at me negatively, calling me a dyke as an insult, I don't enjoy it. Stud, female, like, I could be a girl. Like, I'm not a femme, but yeah, dyke, it's, if you use it correctly, and if you know what comes along with it, because there is a evident divide between stud and dyke. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you um, think that it's... Uh a person's orientation who says it, it does that affect its connotation when they yeah, say it to you? Yeah, of course. If you are within the LGBTQ community and you know you know a little bit more, it. if you're just a straight person and you call me a dyke, I just, I, it doesn't sit well with me mm-hmm. because first of all, you probably don't know a damn thing about what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you do, if you're an ally, just don't call me a dyke. I know I'm a female. I don't walk around with no bra on. <laughs> and, um, Even though you could. I could. It's prerogative. But I don't. And, um, yeah, for me, dykes, they, like, pray every month that their periods don't come so they can be a male. Studs are aware that they are a female. Not saying that I don't pray that my period doesn't come because Satan's waterfall is not for me. (laughs) Satan's waterfall. I um, have thought about this so much and I'm like, I actually really want to start doing it. Mm -hmm. I should just like buy medium, like average sized tampons Mm -hmm. and pads and carry them around with me for girls who might have forgotten that or or whose periods hit them while Mm -hmm. they're at school and they're not prepared for it. Like, I really need to, to, to provide the service because. Do the bathrooms here have tampons? <laughs> no, no. Okay. not clean ones. <laughs> not, <laughs> not clean. <laughs> so, oh wait, what do you mean? I've seen hella dirty tampons oh, on the no. floor. I'm on like, floor. oh my gosh, who raised you? <laughs> dirty pads are the worst, though. It's gross, completely. Well, do you use tampons or pads? I use pads. What about you, Sadie? A uh, mix of both. <laughs> I can't with tampons. I can't. Um, well, I wear leggings a lot, and I just have this fear that, like, if I wear, um, a pad, they're gonna, like, see it through the leggings, so mm-hmm. I just wear tampons a lot. Um, I don't know, it just depends what I'm wearing, what I'm doing, how yeah. I'm feeling. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm, like, very interested by, like, mm-hmm. I, even though I'm not, like, sexually attracted to female anatomy, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, like, it's so interesting to me. Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on, we're interrupted. Oh, what are we talking about again? Pads. Oh, yes. <laughs> Female and Adam. Yes. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm not, like, sexually, I'm not sexually attracted to women at all, but I think they're very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, the way I, I try to portray it is um, that if I were in, my, like, my art class or something like that and I wanted to choose a human subject, I would probably opt for a female figure. And not in any sort of objectifying way. I just think that they're more more beautiful than men um, and I'm like I, I wish that I was sometimes I wish I was sexually attracted to women just cause like I see a lot of women I'm just like wow yeah. you are so beautiful he's mostly talking about me but <laughs> yeah um, and like so like because of that I say that I'm not afraid of the mean streets of Chinatown <laughs> Chinatown <laughs> wow but like so that's why I like to, I like to ask I like to be aware because, like, you'd be surprised how many, how many straight guys don't know what, like, a, a labia majora is. Oh, my God. I have another story. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I'll call this a whole story. Okay, so. A whole story? Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong being <laughs> so, uh, I wanted, I was going to say a couple weeks, but it's not a couple weeks. A couple months ago, um, there was a friend of my cousin's that came over. Boy. And um, he decided that he was going to touch my vagina, which was okay. Without consent? I mean, there was consent. He was fine. He was gorgeous. Oh, okay. And, like, which was cool, 
but he did not know where the clit was. Okay. He went above it, like way above it, and started doing his finger like th- like tickling it, like like, a, like an like, old person wag, wagging yeah, their tail. Yeah, like their, their tickling finger. it, like tickling some type of weird magic button that he thinks exists. And I'm just looking at him, and I'm like, sir, we're we're never doing this again, never, never. I mean, like, did you like help him out? I tried. I was like, go down. He didn't. He didn't. <laughs> what did he think he was touching? I don't know. And then I'm like, do I be nice and just act like it feels good? Oh my god, we're interrupting again. And once again, we were interrupted from a juicy story about people who don't know what the fuck they're doing with vaginas. Exactly. So he's he's like in the middle of like this clit tickling and like do I act this like it feels good? Exactly. I'm like, do I act like this feels good or like do I do I tell him to stop? Like fucking stop, sir. So I'm like, okay, I'm just be nice. I'm just, I'm just be nice. Let's have a fake orgasm. We can do this. Couldn't do it. <laughs> you couldn't do it. It was so hilarious. I started laughing. <laughs> you did not laugh in his I face. I laughed so hard. Oh my god. And like he he was hurt visibly. He was visibly hurt. Oh and he was like, I'm not god. coming over here no more, man. Okay. I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> Don't come back. Oh my god. I'm disappointed in you, sir. I mean like you, you to, to be fair, you tried to help him. You tried to tell him what's up. Exactly. And he wasn't he wasn't feeling it. Like, how did you avoid the whole how do you do that? It was like, okay, so he was like in the, like, almost like in the pube area. Was he like, yes, oh, he was like God. up by the pubic mound, like, just, that doesn't even sound comfortable. Like, wagging his face. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh he thought God, he was doing so something. Funny. He really did. Oh, man. And that's why you're gay. <laughs> that's not why, but yeah, for, like, straight guys, like, some dudes I would totally have sex with. Like, some, but I'm attracted to gay males. That's the thing. Like, I'm sexually attracted to gay males. Because I'm like, you're so beautiful and you're so... (laughs) The the first time I saw you in Coffee House, I was like, huh? (laughs) Wait, 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 which Coffee House? It was, um, the first one last year? Yeah, you sang Video Girl. Oh, And I was like, oh my God, he's so beautiful. And See, okay, that one I could see because I danced around like um, <laughs> like a stripper on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, if you would tell me like freshman year, I like I wore a button up shirt. Mm-hmm. I was like looking, you know, like a straight guy because mm-hmm. I wasn't I wasn't really too comfortable in dressing how I dress now. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I sang like video games by Lana Del Rey, which is still one of my favorite songs, but. Um, in no way did it like I feel like it it, it compared to that performance that I, that you saw me at. So like I appreciate you coming out. So. I was in the I was like sitting in the back because I was in the actual show. Mm-hmm. And like when you walked on stage, I was like, What is this beautiful angel that is just what is this? I will never forget like what like what I heard when I walked on stage. Like um so when I walked on stage when I did that show, uh I was that was the first time I'd, I'd ever publicly worn a crop top mm-hmm. without anything under it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I was wearing a, a white crop top with some uh, with some beige, uh, some beige joggers, my white Air Force Ones, and an oversized denim shirt over it. And I had mm-hmm. like um, it was I won't say tribal paint on my face, but I just used some black liner and I painted like some um, some patterns, asymmetrical patterns on my face. It was very minimal. Um, and I performed a song by FKA Twigs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like when I first walked out, the lights went down and I walked out and the lights went back up. And like the whole audience was like, oh, yeah. My God. <laughs> yeah. It was <laughs> primarily like... us in the back two rows. We was like, huh? <laughs> what is this mystical creature that has just. And, like, and I heard my sister from all the way upstate. She was like in the middle of the audience. She was just like, that's my brother. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> <sighs> Beautiful, beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Do you have any siblings? I have a sister. Don't really like her that much. How old is she? She's 19. Mm-hmm. And, like, she just, I think she gives out sexual favors for McDonald's, if I'm being completely honest. But that, that's a whole nother 
I mean, like, like I said, people need to get at how they live. <laughs> For McDonald's. But personally, personally, I would not be sucking dick for McDonald's. <laughs> That's I mean, just not my MO. I'd suck dick for some concert tickets, but not Nick Donald. Good concert tickets. Some good con Like, if I was in yeah. the pit to see, like, Rihanna or something, uh, like, oh, yes. Sorry. Say It'd be dick. over. I don't know. It's yes. like a cute dick. And it's I like, love beautiful dicks like, for everything. Like, it's giving me, like, like, a full Happy Meal, you know? I might, like, think about it. But. So, like, what's your definition of a beautiful dick? Oh, my gosh. Okay, thickness is very important. <laughs> thickness <laughs> is so important. And then, like, the length... I can't with short dicks. I mean, like, they're cute, I guess. What am I supposed, am I supposed to, like, tickle it or something? But, like, they're cute, I guess. But, like, um, seven to, I want to say ten and a half. Cause ten anything, and a half? Hold on. Over that, who have you met with a ten and a half inch long dick? I would okay. die. Not, like, in person, but, like, when I see porn dicks. Okay. okay. But, like, in person, I think the longest I've had is, like, on the straight dude. Six and a half. Dang. Yeah, those dudes are chicken nuggets. That's tragic. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, chicken pretty nuggets. dicks, pretty dicks, like, and it goes to the balls. Like, if you have, like, if your balls have, like, alopecia, so there's, like, tufts of hair on your, ugh. Because, like, if I'm sucking your dick, I'm making love to your penis with my mouth. And right. I don't want hair in my mouth because uh -huh. it's gross. <laughs> and, like, the shaft and just, and then I have a thing for, um, uncircumcised because it makes its own lube so so i don't have to like really does it yeah how does that work like the foreskin is already lubricated so like when they when they jack off that there's no lotion needed oh my gosh no, yeah it's great it just looks really weird after they come it's fucking gross ew wait it's, fucking it's, gross. Like <laughs> it's like a turtle coming out Really, it's like giving it's birth. So actually, if you've ever funny. seen a a skull come out of a vagina, it's like that, and it's like red. It's like <laughs> <laughs> Wait, um, is it red on all colors of people, all colors of men? Yes, and like it just like it's really glistening because yeah, because of the like pre cum and stuff. So it's really glistening, and it just looks That's painful so to be honest. Sadie's face right now. <laughs> it looks really I was, like, painful. Cultured in the way of men and sex and the penises, but like. Well, I mean, oh how, many, how many penises have you seen in your lifetime? In, like, real life? Or, yeah. like, none. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> same, I get we used to get tick things all the time, remember? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me explain to you okay. why, how this happened. You're going right. to save it for the introduction, but I guess we'll talk about it now. Okay. Um, so, last year, Sadie and I had lunch together, our mm -hmm. lunch block together. We had third block psychology. Um, and we, like, we're just looking for ways to kind of spice it up. And <laughs> <laughs> we made a grinder account. We did. A fake grinder yes. account. <laughs> yes. Our, uh, what was our um, handle? Our handle? ESP. Our, it was ESPenis. Yes. <laughs> and, like, we, like, there would be nobody really at our school that was on it besides, like, this one of our classmates. Who we already knew was on Grinder. Like, no mm -hmm. one was surprised to see him on Grinder. Uh, and he was already out, so we're not like outing anyone by finding them on Grinder. Yeah. Um, but like, we would get messages from all these like forty-plus-year-old men and yeah. who live in our in the in the school district area, and like, I have to make one. Time. I gotta do it. <laughs> I gotta do it now. Oh like, my god! Personally, I would never ever go on Grinder to mm -hmm. actually try to get laid because that's like asking for STDs. For yeah. People. <laughs> it's like throw AIDS no, at me. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like I know not everyone has not every gay guy has AIDS. Like that's completely ridiculous to say. But there's a reason why um, we need to start, you know, addressing safe sex. Like mm -hmm. d even though like it seems that our numbers are bigger in gay men because there's a lot less of us. Mm -hmm. um, but like just to give you statistics like uh, i think it's like one in every 400 gay i mean straight men Gosh. in atlanta have yeah. straight men in atlanta have hiv mm -hmm. one in four gay men have hiv so like if you Gosh. took four gay guys from pride at random mm -hmm. and lined one them up, of them have HIV. one of them 
could have a, it's likely one of them has HIV <laughs> and that's like really scary to me which is why I'm like I've abstained for really long like mo- most of the reason I've abstained is because I just don't have time for that right now I'm yeah. just like so I'm just doing my own thing like if someone mm-hmm. comes around I'm comfortable with doing something like that with then yeah sure I'll have sex with you mm-hmm. but um, and that, that you know and part of the reason is because I'm, I'm scared but you know <sighs> It'll come around. Same. I want to have sex with the dude, but I'm like, dicks hurt. I don't want it. Oh, yeah. That's the other part. That, mm-hmm. that, that'll hurt. Yeah. Sadie, thoughts? Oh, I, um, I don't know. I, uh, I'm like low-key talking to a guy right now. Ooh. Uh, I mean, I feel like when I start, it's going to be like 30 hours later and I'm finished, you know? Okay. But he's just a guy that I met. He sang High School Musical to me one time, so, like, six-year-old Sadie's like, okay, so we're gonna get married. Okay. Oh, if he sang High School Musical yeah. to you, he has to be pretty decent. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, damn. <laughs> and, um, but, like, even though we, like, just started talking, of course, as I always do, I thought, like, I'm thinking, like, oh, my God, we're gonna do we get married, like, we're gonna name our kids. So I was like, what about they ever have sex? Because I've had sex with women, and it's, like, that's cool, and I like, I honestly liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, there was no insertion. Right. Just sort no of like, penetration. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sort of like, let's just go to the OBGYN and just be like, just sort of cut my hymen out, please. Like, that just seems the <laughs> preferable option. Oh my Do you have gosh. any anesthesia, morphine? Oh my know? god, me. I'm serious. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm so scared to have a penis inside of me. I don't know what to do. Like, I want to have sex with guys. Like, I told my girlfriend, I was like, if we get married, I'm gonna need like two, three side dudes. To be honest, really, <laughs> just to have sex. <laughs> Would you have like an open relationship with your girlfriend? Uh, no, cause I'm really jealous and I want her all to myself. <laughs> uh-huh. But the thing is. How come when I get into a relationship, all these attractive females just drop out of the sky? Mm-hmm. True. Like, it's like, I have a girlfriend. Oh, I've always had a crush on you. Always? You sure? <laughs> wow. You couldn't have told me that, like, yeah. four months ago, Exactly. Maybe? <laughs> always? It's too late now. Sorry. Now I have a whole girlfriend who's a whole amount of crazy, and you want me <laughs> to jeopardize ourselves? <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, I can't do open relationships because... I'm just really, really, I'm I'm the crazy bitch on Maury that's like, I found a tooth I can't explain. That's me. <laughs> that's me. You're that, that's you in 10 yeah. years. Yeah, I'm the crazy bitch. Um, so getting back to, to penises. Penises. Have you gotten a fair amount of dick pics in your lifetime? Yes. Unsolicited. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <sighs> Story. All right, do tell, please. I had a catfish Instagram account. Oh. I did. Why? I don't know. It was it was mainly for my poetry, mm-hmm. but I didn't want anyone to know that it I wrote it. Yeah. So it was anonymous. So like at what point did it 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 cross the line from just being anonymous to being a catfish? Mm, I think it was when I started using pictures and people thought I meant that that was me, but I didn't. It was just like, this girl's really pretty. <laughs> I never really put, that's not me. So they were just like, that must be her. And I'm like, oh, shit. What have I done? <laughs> and I would get dick pics from, like, these random... It was always a black dude, always a black guy. Really? But, like, it was always an old black man. Oh, no. You know the old black men that, like, comment under pictures so sexy? Like, those black men. Like, mm-hmm. they're taking their profile picture in their kitchen. And, like, those dudes. And, like, I got this one dick. It was mm. so ashy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, my first point that I was going to say, not to say that, like, I've seen those kind of comments from old white men, too. Yeah. So it's not, like, completely True. racing. Maybe yeah. it's just because they were attracted to you. You yeah. were more attracted to black men than white men. But... I actually wanted to bring that up. That's why I asked about dick pics. Because mm-hmm. I, I was listening to another podcast that I really love. Shout mm-hmm. out to Guys We Fucked. I love it. Yeah. Um, so, and they in- interviewed Amber Rose. And Amber Rose was talking about, like, how she, she doesn't even open her DMs anymore because it's just full of dick yeah. pics from guys. And, like, but she was describing, like, you know, how, like, there is nothing worse than an ashy dick. 
<laughs> oh my, how did you let your penis get like that? Like, okay. my When I first heard that, I'm just like, I was so baffled. I was just like, you don't lotion your whole body? Like, right. should you just like dab it on your, knee, your kneecaps and your elbows and call it a day? Like, <laughs> is that Ashy what's going penises. on? I don't ha- understand how you let your dick get gray. Like, how do you not understand that your dick is gray? Oh, man. Actually, nothing worse. It's like, if you try to fuck me, there's going to be a fire. And I'm not okay with it. Ashy penises are horrible. They shouldn't exist. If your penis is ashy, you don't deserve a penis. Oh. Bottom line. Well, you, don't you don't deserve <laughs> one. You don't deserve one. I mean, I... I d- Ashy penises sound gross, and I hope I Horrible. never get to experience that. We are almost out of time. Um, mm-hmm. So just to end out, do you want to perform one of your poems for us? Ooh, no let's pressure. see. Yeah. A little bit of pressure. <laughs> just, just a little bit. Just a tiny little bit, bit of pressure. Okay. Let's see what I can find. Because um, we just got out of our club meeting mm-hmm. for our Pride Coalition at school, and she performed one of her poems for us as we ended the meeting, and I was, uh, I was shook. <laughs> I was Literally. shook. Aww. <laughs> I feel, I feel so important. So yeah, you are important. We, we, you are hmm. the love of my life. Let's see. This is a poem that I wrote about my ex. I hope she dies. Oh, <laughs> oh she dies. Uh, okay. Oh, I hope still, she dies. Like a little bitter. Just a little bit. I'm a little. so bitter. I'm <laughs> so bitter. She broke my heart. Oh man. I really hope she kills herself in her oh, sleep. Oh okay. Like, That's not. I'm hope sorry. That. But That's anyway, <laughs> this poem is called "That Fifty Percent." Okay. I know you don't want me back. I know I am a cracked picture in your gallery of memories. I know my name is an unsolvable puzzle in your mind's wheel of fortune, covered by cobwebs and blankets of dust. I know you don't want me back. But if you did, I would say no. I would remember this chaos, this purgatory, this blood-splattered battlefield only silenced by my white flag. My lips would spew sour rejection at the hope in your eyes. I would watch your heart collapse and your lungs concave, your blood on my fingertips, your tears on the tip of my tongue, the oil from your skin glistening off my canines. I would pick your love from my teeth, wipe your sincerity from the corners of my mouth, lick your pain from my lips, and drown out the bitterness of your hopelessness with the sweetness of your promises i will leave your corpse for the vultures and leave my mark on the edges of your lips and then i would say yes intertwine our fingers with my intertwine your fingers with mine and kiss our knuckles tattoo our love across our palms crave our initials until every tree we pass sew us into the pulse of forever plaster us onto the face of eternity paint a love letter across the blackest sky Trace the word mine in the curves of your spine. Sip wine from the dimples in your cheeks. Fear my tear ducts with endless I love yous. And burn my poems into your eardrums. Etch your drawings into my retinas. Save the taste of your lips on the inside of my cheek. Never question that half of me. That half is stronger. I would say yes. I would always say yes. It would always be yes. And you will always say no. Yes. Snaps. I, I'm so shook. I'm still shook. <laughs> like, I'm shook. I've heard your poems like a billion times, and every time I'm blown away. Like, yeah. Every damn yeah. time. Um. Thank you so much for that. Uh, thank no you for having me on the podcast. Um. Where can people find you on social media? Okay, you can find me on Instagram at daddy dot applesauce. Ooh, daddy applesauce. <laughs> yeah. Um. Snapchat. This name is really ratchet. So it's sniper <laughs> underscore district, but instead of a C, it's a K. You can find me there. And yeah, I've been meaning to make a Tumblr. I just haven't done it yet. You don't have a Tumblr? I don't have a you Tumblr. You strike me as the type of person who would live on Tumblr. I probably would, but I don't have a Tumblr. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. thank you so much. Thanks, um, Tia. No problem. Uh, say, I'll put 
uh, Tia's links in the description of the podcast, along with uh, Sadie and I's links uh, there too. And thank you so much for coming on. No problem. Bye bye. I want all the glory, I want all the cheddar. Not just for me, but for all of my fellas. I would just help make the world a lot better. Y'all spend your money on diamonds and bezel, and all of your chains, and all of your watches. Wasting your money on clothes for red carpet. 200,000 for shoes. Nigga, you must be a fool. Just because you thought that you would look cool. 200,000 could build a new school. Millions of people that can't even learn because these celebrities waste what they earn. Billions of dollars to waste. And get the fuck out of my face with these movements that talk about race. We are all humans, why can't we relate? Everybody think that everyone hates on their color because of what one person did. But if someone with the same color had did it, then half of y'all wouldn't give a shit. People care so much about animals, but at the same time they put them in cages. Wasting their time on protecting a dog, but can't even protect their own baby from strangers. I just want the glory, make my own story, make the world better, keep my girl forever, yeah. I just want the glory, make my own story, make the world better, keep my girl forever, yeah. I just want the glory.